and now happens so everywhere. Forgotten this, too, how close is the kinship between a man and the whole human race, for it is a community, not of a little blood or seed, but of intelligence. And you have forgotten this, too, that every man's intelligence is a god, and is an efflux of the deity, and that nothing is a man's own, but that his child and his body and his very soul came from the deity, that everything is opinion, and lastly, that every man lives the present time only, and loses only this. Constantly bring to your recollection those who have complained greatly about anything, those who have been most conspicuous by the greatest fame, or misfortunes and enmities, or fortunes of any kind. Then think, where are they all now? Smoke and ash, and a tail, and not even a tail. And let there be present to your mind also things of this sort, how Fabius Catullinus lived in the country, and Lucius Lupus in his gardens, and Stertinius at Baiae, and Tiberius at Capri, and Rufus at Velia, and, in short, think of the eager pursuit of anything joined together with pride, and how worthless everything is, after which men strain violently, and how much more philosophical it is for a man in the opportunities presented to him to show himself just, temperate, obedient to the gods, and to do this with all simplicity. For the pride which is proud of its want of pride is the most intolerable of all. To those who ask, Where have you seen the gods, and how do you know they exist, that you worship them as you do? I answer, in the first place, they may be seen even with the eyes. In the second place, neither have I seen even my own soul, and yet I honor it. Thus then, with respect to the gods, from what I constantly experience of their power, from this I comprehend that they exist, and I venerate them. The safety of life is this, to examine everything all through, what it is itself, what is its material, what the causal part, and with all your soul to do justice and to speak the truth. What remains except to enjoy life by joining one good thing to another, so as not to leave even the smallest gap between? There is one light of the sun, though it is distributed over walls, mountains, and other things infinite. There is one common substance, though it is distributed among countless bodies, which have their several qualities. There is one soul, though it is distributed among infinite natures and individuals. There is one intelligent soul, though it seems to be divided. Now, in the things which have been mentioned, all the other parts, such as those which are air and substance, are without sensation and have no fellowship. And yet even these parts the intelligent principle holds together, and they gravitate towards the same. But intellect, in a peculiar manner, tends to that which is of the same kin, and combines with it, and the feeling for communion is not interrupted. What do you wish, to continue to exist? Well, do you wish to have sensation, movement, growth, and then again to cease to grow, to use speech, to think? What is there of all these things which seems to you worth desiring? 
But if it is easy to set little value on all these things, turn to that which remains, which is to follow reason and God. But it is inconsistent with honoring reason and God to be troubled because by death a man will be deprived of the other things. How small a part of the boundless and unfathomable time is assigned to every man. In a moment it is swallowed up in the eternal. And how small a part of the whole substance, and how small a part of the universal soul, and on what a small clod of the whole earth you creep. Reflecting on all this, consider nothing to be great except to act as your nature leads you, and to endure that which the common nature brings. How does the ruling faculty make use of itself? For all lies in this. But everything else, whether it is in the power of your will or not, is only lifeless ashes and smoke. This reflection is most adapted to move us to contempt of death, that even those who think pleasure to be a good and pain an evil still have despised it. The man to whom that only is good which comes in due season, and to whom it is the same thing whether he has done more or fewer acts conformable to right reason, and to whom it makes no difference whether he contemplates the world for a longer or a shorter time, for this man neither is death a terrible thing. Man, you have been a citizen in this great state. What difference does it make to you, whether for five years or three? For that which is conformable to the laws is just for all. Where is the hardship, then, if no tyrant, nor yet an unjust judge, sends you away from the state, but nature who brought you into it? The same as if a praetor, who has employed an actor, dismisses him from the stage, but I have not finished the five acts, but only three of them. Good. But in life the three acts are the whole drama. For what shall constitute a complete drama is determined by him who first...